who who votes that Jonathan now runs the podcast? <laughs> Hey, welcome to episode 10 or 9.5 or 10.5 of Front Seat Gamer, whatever episode number this is. This is the sequel. Welcome to an episode. This is, well, welcome to a Front Seat Gamer. Um, we're still here with Jonathan, uh, technical director of Grinding Your Games and lead programmer on Path of Exile. Uh, we've been asking him your questions and having a general chat. Um and we're going to continue that now. It was, good, it was good of you to stay for the whole week between these recordings. Right, yeah. 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 By the Please. way, I'm here with Blake and Severn also. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll just jump right into it. Yeah. Because yep. nothing's changed since the last time you heard us. Literally, that was minutes ago. Time travel. Um, he, here's a question from user... I I I I I Death Clock I I I I I on the forums. Yep. I didn't want to just say Death Clock. That's not his name. Yep. Uh, those are all capital I's or lowercase L's. Hard to tell. <laughs> um, so maybe I'm not going to say. Death Clock. Death Clock. Um, so he wants to know uh, how the devs like to relax after a hard day at GGG headquarters. Um. Well, personally, um, I hopefully like to play some video games that's obviously yeah. a good one and you've been playing um, Ori and i've been playing Ori recently yeah. but um what else do you play um you know recently not a huge amount and that's actually a problem because not a lot of the kinds of games i like are being made anymore yep um it's a bit of a problem um not really sure what to make of that um i really want to try out cities um is it What's the new Cities game? What's it called again? City Skylines? Yeah, that one. Yeah, Is it yeah. the the one that's really similar to SimCity, but better? Um, from I, what I've heard. They, yeah, they say it's like what SimCity should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really keen to try that out, actually, because that is my kind of game, but I feel like I need to sit down and um, really play that. Have and you so, um, seen... Uh, I think it's called Besiege? Yes, but I don't... What, that's actually the kind of game I think I wouldn't get into, because I'd be too busy worrying about how everyone else is better shit than me. <laughs> Right. Like that sandbox yep. kind of game, right? Like you see yeah. other people's shit. Like you see the guys like Nazi death camp video, and you're like, "Huh, well that's pretty <laughs> awesome." But I'm never going to make anything as good as that. <laughs> so uh, you know, right? Um, did you yeah. did you play any Kerbal Kerbal Space Program? Um, no, and probably for the same reason. Yeah. Um, like I, my friend, my, one of one of my good friends, Sam, he uh, got into that in a big way, and I see him like you know like launching things to the moon or whatever, and yeah. I'm like, I'll never get to that point, so <laughs> I'm just not going to bother. It's um, I find with those games when you don't see a path of progression you can take right it's very hard to like get into it yeah yeah. Uh, it's similar to like when i have that same problem sometimes with minecraft for example you see like someone's made all of like the game of thrones world and you Mm. go cool i made a hut yeah (laughs) and then i I accidentally burn it i think those kind of games to like rely a lot on outside conversations Cause, cause and we, friends. Yeah, and friends. Because we got into um, Kerbal Space Program a little bit in the office, and it was just because we were constantly talking about the right. stuff we've done. And if it was just me playing on my own, I would have just gone, oh, I made a rocket and I'm done. Yeah, right. it, I think it also it's pretty dependent on where and how you encounter that game, right? Mm. If you if you, the way you encounter the game is by seeing these incredible contraptions, and you go, mm. that's really cool. I'm 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 going to watch all this content. I'm not going to get the game. Yeah, it's yeah. too hard. Whereas if you hear your friends. Say, oh, I made like yeah. a, a raft, and then you can stand on the raft. You go, oh, cool, I could do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a larger raft, and, <laughs> and then I'll crush your raft. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's, it's. I think it's, it's pretty different. It's like, I mean, I don't want to play basketball when I see a professional basketball player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I, if I see like a, a, someone I know being crappy at basketball, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you happily scold them. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, another thing, actually, I quite like to do is cooking. Surprisingly. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of enjoy that. I remember you told me you made uh, chicken Kiev. Yes, that was difficult. Yeah, that was surprisingly difficult. One of my favorite food items in the world. Really? Well, yeah, it's, it's chicken and melted butter and garlic. That is true. That so that is, like, is, what else do you need? It's very nice. <laughs> um, and especially, I realized this YouTube chef called um, Chef John. 
Oh, dude, I know that guy. That guy's that guy's awesome. And I've made a bunch of his. Very uh, calming, his, that guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's, he's, it's funny because his voice, like everyone who first hears it, they like complain that it's weird. Yeah. And then after watching like two or three episodes, they're like, "I love this guy." You know. Like. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I I used to do uh, follow some of his recipes back in the day, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Made some of those onion rings. Oh. Yum. Amazing. I love onion rings. Yeah, like the secret is um mashed potato mix. Really? He gets Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Dude, I wouldn't wouldn't have ever thought. So are they are they deep fried? Yep. I'm always afraid to try deep fried stuff because like you need like so much oil and stuff mm. and oh it's yep. fine. So I. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Man. But I'll tell you, his his like oven baked wings that like aren't actually deep fried but look like fried wings are really damn good. Ooh. The secret is baking powder. Oh. Cover them in mm. baking powder. And there's some like weird chemical reaction right. that occurs in the oh. oven that like makes them go all crispy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. Uh, it looks like Blake wanted to... Oh, um, I was just going to say, um, Severna's been going on about getting a deep fryer since as long oh, as yeah. I've known him. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> so, right. But I, I found out, and I, I didn't know this, but apparently olive oil is like the worst thing to like cook yeah, or fry things never, in. Never use olive oil. It's, it's, like, just, it's, really? got a really, it's got a really, really low smoking point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, holy hell. Uh, I, I didn't know about this. Well, I'll tell you, when I made the chicken Kiev, mm-hmm. um, you have to, one of the steps is to deep fry it before you put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. And um, we put made the oil way too hot, like without mm-hmm. realizing. Or maybe it was like it was. We were, I think we might have even been using olive oil, honestly. Uh, no, actually, no. You know what? I bought some oil that was not olive oil for this. But anyway, it was way too hot, and we mm-hmm. didn't realize. Cause I didn't have a, a thermometer at that point. And um, we put it in there, and it just like immediately just goes everywhere. Like just oil just goes, <laughs> yeah. just goes out. And the chicken gear actually was fine because, um, like, it, like we we just took it out a bit earlier, and the, the point of it was just to crisp the outside up yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we just took it out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But man, it made a mess. Just oil Ooh. all over the stove <laughs> wow, and everything awesome. was just everywhere. Um, <laughs> we we have a deep fryer. and I, Really? Yeah. So I uh, I had had a, a food truck idea. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, years ago. which and, and I tried to demo some foods. Some of them are pretty good. Um, <laughs> the idea was gourmet corn dogs. So you, like, gourmet corn dogs. Yeah. Gourmet corn dogs and gourmet. Is that an oxymoron? Not the way I do it. Okay, right. Right. It's, it's yeah. gourmet corn dogs and gourmet cheese on a stick. So it's like carny food. Like you go to like in Australia, you go to like the Easter show and you can get corn dogs and cheese on a stick, which is just like a corn dog, except it's cheese instead of a dog. Right. Really complicated. Um, and I, cheese on a stick is like one of my favorite foods in the world because it's just deep fried cheese. And it's, <laughs> on a stick. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Everything on a stick is what's, better. What's not to love? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is rough cheese. Honestly, <laughs> well, you get yeah, it's melted. You get it's special delicious. cheese, right? It's not regular. Oh, I, don't, I think they just use like tasty cheese or whatever. But it's it's good. But so I my thinking was, yeah, that's pretty good. What if you made like a fancy batter and you got some fancy cheese, like you've got <laughs> camembert mm-hmm. or you've got brie or you've got like pepper jack or something like, and then like you do the corn dogs and you have like a, a mint batter and you use like lamb mm. sausages, right? Yeah, yeah. You're going, mm. that sounds good. Yeah, and you yeah, deep yeah. fry it. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh. uh, what happens? Basically, what? everything tastes the same when it's deep fried. <laughs> um, uh, that said, we did end up stumbling on an awesome recipe, which is, I, I was like, basically, like, taco on a stick. Or, <laughs> or something. Everything's it's, on a stick. It's, it's, you get, like, you get, like, some pulled pork, and you you, you melt it into some cheese and you stir it up and then you chill the cheese and you you then you batter that and you deep fry that that's really good like it's it's, you got you got to get like the right flavors and you like use like a salsa dipping sauce we also tried dessert on a stick which was we we tried (laughs) you need need to open a restaurant that's just called called on a stick it's called (laughs) why why not just call it the stick the stick (laughs) and and we put it like you get like you, you get a giant white plate and you put the stick Right on one edge, <laughs> and you have all that empty white space, and it yep. looks real fancy. Yep. Um, or maybe you, you just give them like a tower of small sticks, just assembled in the middle, and it's really high. And anyway, well, someone um, someone needs to bulldoze uh, the restaurant next to our office and like make a good restaurant there. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you should do that. Suck it, Toby's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we also did uh, deep fried cheesecake on a stick. Oh, why would you do that? Because it it turns out it's really good. Cheesecake oh. is like my favorite dessert. Yeah, deep fry it. It's better. Trust me. Is it? Yes. Everything is better deep fried, mm. except for the things that aren't, which I discovered. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, that's my deep frying story. All right. 
Um, Back to the question. Is is there any uh, particular dish you're proud of? Oh, I don't know. Um, Well, I'll tell you what, actually. One thing I am proud of is I deboned a turkey um, for for Christmas dinner. Nice. Did you do the wishbone thing? Um, I'm not even sure what you're referring to. Oh, my gosh. You hold, you, you get the wishbone. You know yeah, what the wishbone it's is? Bow, bow, it's like bowed with a thing it's in the like, It looks yeah. like a... Yeah, like I know a, what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and well, you... You, you you get two people to oh, hold yeah, each yeah, side yeah. with a Sorry, pinky. I thought you were referring to something more interesting than just that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever, man. Well, I'm pretty well, interesting. right? I'm on a podcast. So... So anyway, um, like it's, it, 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 it is it is way harder, way harder than you would think. Yeah. To demon a turkey, like um, you know, I, I I like tried it on a chicken first, and that was pretty easy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for this. Chicken is yeah. turkey is like a chicken. Yeah, is it's like yeah. it's yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. a big chicken, right? Like how how hard Trillion how hard bones. could it be? How, how good are your knives? Um, well, I'll tell you, I actually bought a knife just for this. I got a boning oh, wow. knife, like yep. it's like oh. a big flexible one. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 go- I'm leaning into this, right? I'm gonna oh, wow. do it. Um, and holy crap, it took me like an hour. Like I was just like, <laughs> seriously, it was just, it was so hard. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like but the was, meat was tough uh, or? No, 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 it's not even that. Like I'll tell you, part of the reason is because, um, the, they, they all, turkeys come in New Zealand at least frozen always. Like, and so mm. you have to yep. defrost it and it takes like a day. But even after that, there was still some like the meat in this and like closest to the to the rib cage or whatever was like still pretty kind of frozen. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to lose any of the meat, so I was like working really hard to like <laughs> you know to get all the meat off. And, and anyway, and, like just the I don't know, man. Like the 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 the, the, the what's going on inside of Turkey? Really, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because there, there was Nobody all sorts knows. of shit. There was all sorts of shit I did not expect. Well, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, going on in there. Wait, so. Wait. Where did you buy this turkey from? Um, just from the butcher. <laughs> oh, okay. Why did you butcher? have to deep bone it? What was the... Well, I'll tell you why. It's like because when you roast it, don't you just usually... Because, first of all, it cooks way faster. Okay. And I was going up to my girlfriend's house and like there was like limited oven time because it was like 14 million different dishes they were making or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one thing. But the other thing as well is that it's just nicer, right? Like, honestly, just be able to slice through a turkey yeah. and have no bones and like you just yeah. get all the meat. Like, it's, it's awesome. That's why I like chicken nuggets. Um, so. Yeah. Well, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um, she just fried. blended yeah. that whole yeah, yeah. down into nuts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no, but um, and also the stuffing, like you get to stuff it with something nice, and like it all kind of just ripples through, and you just nice. cut off like a nice slice of it. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, so anyway, yeah, that that was that was proud of because that took actual work, right? That was like an hour of slaving away with a knife, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Are you um are you doing any of that that kind of thing where because you're you're cooking, do you take photos of? Um, of, of things you've cooked. I often take a photo, but I've never. I don't post them anymore because I don't really use like social media or anything. So you know, mostly just show the people on my phone. You By just, the way, you just have an album at home. That's yeah, like, exactly. Like exactly. You, he doesn't use social media, but when he does, he tweets. <laughs> he tweets at Front Seat Cast, and he tweets his questions <laughs> there, and he emails frontseatquestions at gmail dot com, and sometimes he goes on Facebook and he goes to front facebook dot com slash frontseatcast. And he hits that like button. So be a Jonathan <laughs> and do those things. That was smooth as yep. so smooth, smooth as yep. a boneless turkey. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Here's here's a question from from uh from the for, from Reddit from M One History. Ministry. All right. Yeah. yeah I get I was it. Just see what yeah. he did there. Yep. I see what he did. He substituted the M with a three. No, he didn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, how often do you look at code you wrote way back around the time of starting and know you, a better way to do it now? Uh, additionally, are there any parts you regret doing a certain way as it's causing limitations now? We sort of covered that one. Yeah, a we sort bit. of did. I mean, we rewrite stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of, I, what do they call it? They call it refactoring. Refactoring, yeah. yeah. Refactoring. Which it seems to, I, I, I thought was just a normal word in English because I use it all the time. Like yeah. people don't even know what it is. No one so. knows what that is. Yeah, that's not. A- <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll say like, like I'll, I'll say like, oh, let me just refactor this like turkey, turkey, yeah. for example. Um, you know, which by, by which I mean manipulated in some way. <laughs> the bones on the outside, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Manipulated in some way so that like it's made, it's better, but not like different than it was before. Yeah, in functionality, mm-hmm. I suppose. <laughs> still a bird. It's still a bird. It's just yeah. without the bones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, perfect example. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's a pretty frequent thing. But is there like an example? I guess uh, a lot of the desync stuff you're doing at the moment well, yeah. is, is well, that yeah. right? You're well, looking at all this uh, net code and going. I wouldn't I wouldn't quite put it that way, but no? yeah, okay. Uh, that that's more of a re-engineering than just right. refactoring. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's tons of times when I'll look at things, and but I mean, a lot of the time, honestly, it's just because the requirements have changed, right? Like things get more complicated and mm-hmm. things need to change, right? Um, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, here's a question from. I think this is a forum user, Akazaki. Mm-hmm. Um, if Path of Exile did not exist, what would you be doing? Um, well, I always wanted to be a game programmer. Okay. Um, right from a very long time ago. In fact, when I was finishing high school, I had this absurd dream um, <laughs> of going to America and enrolling in DigiPen. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, that was one DigiPen, of the yeah. uh, very well-known uh, game schools at the time. And I priced it out, and it came to something like $200,000. <laughs> And I was just like, you know yeah. what? I don't think I've got the money to do this as a random 17-year-old, oh. um, even with loans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the, the price for doing, uh, like, going to another country and studying is very high. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Sure. So I just went to Auckland University instead, <laughs> and that worked out okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, two episodes ago, we discussed some of the private colleges that, like, uh, Media Design School. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's actually a good question. So you you've been in a hiring position. This is for, we had a question a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. from um, someone who wanted to uh, get into the game business. Yep. He, wanted, he wanted to be a 3D artist. Um, but I mean, you you've hired programmers. What do you look for? Like, do you look for someone who has studied? Is that important? Or so is it just someone who can write good code? That stuff. That stuff is obviously like studying can help a lot. But ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, what we care about is, um, yeah, like the ability to write um, code well and understand all the concepts. We don't actually care, technically, if you have a degree or not or whatever, where it came from, necessarily. Right. Um, and a portfolio of video game work is very important. Yep. Um, if you can show that you made something um, yourself mm-hmm. uh, without anybody telling you to or ordering you to do it in a, yeah. in a university or whatever context, um, that's great. Um, so yeah, basically the portfolio will get you in the door. Yep. And the ability to do um, to code will get you, you know, into an actual position. Right. Because it shows that you actually care about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Making games. And also, I mean, you know, people, the best people that we hire generally always, you know, like have ideas about games and you know they they care about them, right? Yep. And um, so uh, yeah, that that's what we look for. Good answer. Um, very similar to what we said. Yeah. So, second source confirmed. <laughs> um. Uh, where do you see yourself in a world without Path of Exile? This is the second part of Akazaki's question. Um, well, once again, I'd probably be working at a different game company, honestly. Not um, a chef. Not a chef, <laughs> no. Not, probably not. Um, working on a chef game. Where, where, where would Cooking you want to be? Like, what company is, is like a company you'd like to work for? Um, well, I don't know, honestly. I mean, Valve is obviously one that people quote all the time, mm. right? And that's just because, I mean, they have... They're crazy, like, nobody's a boss and all that sort of stuff thing. I mean, right. but I don't know whether that's even good. I mean, like, hard to say. Um, but, yeah. I mean, the, the, obviously they make really good games. Mm. Um, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, wherever I was, I'd still like to make sure that I was involved in design. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely enjoy that part a lot. Like, I wouldn't want to be just a programmer. Like, gameplay is important to me and being able to work on that stuff. So that's that, that would be good, too. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's sort of a tough question. Like, I think if I that assuming that like running a games evaporated somehow, and I was in my position like I'm in right now, like you know, if it just didn't exist for whatever reason, I probably would still want to be working at a game company that I had founded, mm-hmm. um, because, um, you know, like, I, mean, I guess I just like being able to make decisions, right, yeah. and have mm-hmm. them happen. So that's 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 good. Yeah. Um, I got I got a bit of a question. Um, coming up with the name Groningen Games. Yes, well, that is actually a pun, <laughs> um, and a lot of people don't realize that. I know. I always see posts. Oh, I just two years later I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. What can I say? We made a pun for our company name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we felt so smart doing that. <laughs> Do you do you like look back? I mean, are you happy with the name yeah, now? Yeah, it's fine, totally fine. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem with that. I mean, you know, it sort of loses all like meaning eventually, yep. and it's just yeah. the name, right? Like, yeah. 
Um, like wife beater. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's true. Yeah. No, no, sure. it's, it's a type of shirt. Yeah, it's called a wife beater. Yeah, you, people don't blink right. an eye when they say it. Yep, sure, true. It's called a wife. Yeah. Like a, um. So, bit. um, part of it, so, like, so we didn't really worry about the company name all that much because it's not really what people see mm. all the time. But we really worried about Path of Exile as a name. In fact, we didn't even come up with the name. We 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 decided specifically not to come up with the name for quite a long mm. time uh, during development. Um, so I think we would have been like two years in or something at the point where we uh, decided to go with Path of Exile. Mm. I, I believe I believe we were still in the garage at the time. I recently heard uh, what a possible alternate name could have been yeah so um i'm not sure which one you're referring to but there was one with nothing was one of them yeah that was that was it it was one with nothing and we particularly liked the way that the own was the uh was the uh nice the the, the, the shortening of that um and they were like yeah we can have an expansion which starts with like ed it'll be like awesome Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um which is really not a good reason to name your game something one with nothing extra dimension (laughs) Um, yeah, so, um, but I think that, um, I think there were other ones, like Crimson Shores was, like, one that we thought of mm, for a little while. That's pretty cool. And, um... I, I noticed the, the testing client was called, like, Dragon Online or something. Oh, no, 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 no. that's, 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 all that is, actually, is just the NVIDIA, um, uh, <laughs> that's just the NVIDIA control panel misrecognizing our game as another random game. Oh, weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I shouldn't do that anymore now that it's called yeah, Path no, of I, I, Seriously, Shout reason- out to Dragon Online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, we, we, so we, we, we obsessed over, over titles and one of the things we really want to make sure of is that there was a, a domain name, um, mm. that was not taken mm-hmm. and that was really hard. And, you know, if I think one with nothing was taken with like a random middle band, um, <sighs> damn it. Yeah. And we, um, I think we might've even emailed them at one point, like asking, Hey, would you be willing to give up that, uh, that, that domain name? Mm. But I, whatever, we decided not to go with it. Mm. Um, so Path of Exile, um, I was, uh, we were all pretty happy with, um, and, um, I mean, I would have loved if we could have just called the game Exile, but there was already a game called that. Sure. Mm. Um, like that would have been a great name and yep. in fact it was a great name, which is why it was already taken. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, anyway, yeah. And, and there's no way we keep that domain either, either, right? Like, you know, um, yeah. so yeah. So yeah, basically the only requirement was it has to have a domain name that isn't taken and has to like not be too generic or whatever. And, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I mean, it, I think we came up, we, we did it all right there. Um, so yeah. Uh, here's a question from Reddit user TKHC, all capitals. Uh, what do you see far on the horizon for Path of Exile? Uh, it seems like many changes are made to the core of the game and how it all works. Does this mean we can expect GGG to have an easier time being creative? Um, well, I personally think that you're never going to run out of ideas. So, like, you know, you can just keep, we can keep rolling for as long as people keep giving us mm. money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so keep giving us money. Yeah, yeah, keep giving us money and we'll keep, go, we'll keep rolling with it. Um, like, you know, it's funny because there's this concept sometimes people fall into a trap, I think, which is that, um, oh, we need to, like, save some ideas for, like, this thing because otherwise we'll not have any. And I always say, like, no, no, let's just do everything we can think of here because that'll make it awesome and we'll just come up with more ideas later. Yeah. Um, you know, there are there are always more. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like as far as I'm concerned. That being said, there is the concept of design space. Yep. Um, where it's basically the concept that if you make something now, you're limiting yourself later mm. by more than what the idea is worth. Yeah. Um, so that's something which is you do have to keep in mind um, because you know, like, um, it's sort of hard to come up with an example of that. Um, oh, I've got. I've got. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh. Face breakers. <laughs> we were discussing this a few days ago. We've got a bunch of jewels uh, in the beta currently that do added physical damage, which are cool jewels, and they're good for, like, you know, melee attack weapon-based builds and are crazy good, way, 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 way too good if you're a face breakers character. Right. Um, and that just means, like, added physical damage is sort of off limits for a lot of slots now. Right. Um, so yeah, that's an example of design space being consumed. Yeah, and now that face breakers is an awesome item, and yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. gonna touch it. But yeah, um, do you want to say what a face face, face breakers build is? A uh, good point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is a pair of unique gloves you can get that uh, greatly increase the damage you're doing while you're not using a weapon. So 
uh, it makes basically makes your character the face punching character. And um, like to make it good, you ha- we had to give this big boost to the amount of physical damage you're doing, like a crazy boost. Like I think it's, it's like a thousand six, percent. Six, no, I think it's it's six to eight hundred percent right, right now. Okay. Um, more damage, which is some concept that it's just like a huge, huge, huge boost. Yeah. Um, but that means like a single point of physical damage for a normal character is like six to eight points for a face breakers character, which is you know quite a quite a large growth there um so we just always have to whenever we're adding physical damage on anything now from from now until the end of time yeah we have to be aware that face breakers exists mm-hmm. um so yeah design space is something we we always have to worry about and carl one of the i think is he technically lead designer i don't know you know i think that his title is like producer okay at the moment or the producer slash designer or something, something. Yeah, whatever carl does he is keenly aware of design space yeah, yeah. and and protecting it like a guard dog just yeah. barking endlessly. <laughs> I can hear it from the other office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he definitely wants to he he's, he wants to make sure that we're not trampling our we're like punishing ourselves later. Yeah. Um. Uh, here's another one. Do you do much programming outside of work? Do you have any hobby projects, or do you learn different aspects of programming, etc.? Um, not for a while now, actually. This is uh, by, oh, this is another one from Ministry. Right. Or M1 Ministry. Um, yeah, I, I used to that more, um, but recently not so much because I've been quite busy with other things. And, um, but I mean, you know, there have been some times when I'll just, and I like to do a few things, like I, um, took a while back to learn, um, some WebGL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made this, it's really kind of cool, I made like a loader for the Path of Exile, um, model format in WebGL. So that you mm. can like, we, I made like a web page that will load up like any of the um, the models from Poe with animations and everything, and oh, you can wow. attach armor to them and so on. And I kind of thought maybe like one day you could have like maybe like a thing on the website where you could like see your character or whatever. But I realized pretty quickly that um, a big part of that would be the particle effects and everything, and I wasn't mm. really prepared to go and re-implement mm. the whole particle system in WebGL. <laughs> How complicated um, is the particle system? Pretty complicated. It's got a lot of stuff going on with it and a lot of custom shaders and all. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole material system would have to come along. <laughs> uh, you know, and then like everything like this. And I sort of realized pretty quickly that no, you know, as, as easy as it was to like make a loader and everything for all of the various, you know, display the models, right. the, the particle systems would be way more complicated. Mm-hmm. So I ended up kind of scrapping that. Um, I mean, I, I, and then I actually uh, entered a game jam a couple of years ago um, and we used that tech um for something uh i i remember seeing I a game change the game name of it though it something about a slave oh i don't remember or exactly orphan. it was like a, yeah i think it was called orphanage of souls or something yeah. random like that <laughs> it was honestly it was honestly just a complete random name we it, was a, it was a puzzle yeah it was a puzzle right? thing and it was kind of cool like we you know it looked pretty cool as well um but yeah. you know it was just I, random i'm pretty thing. sure it's called mm. orphanage of souls yeah yeah okay um, that used that that tech, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, learning WebGL, you know, and that was mm-hmm. kind of kind of fun. Um, but it's been a while since that. And, you know, I, I th- there's random stuff I'd kind of like to do. Um, and you know, <laughs> you know, at one point I actually, I actually still have this. I have a a, a, a uh, you know the, the con. So the, we have this tool called the config editor, um, which sucks. <laughs> uh, config editor for people who don't know, it's, it's called the it's the configuration editor. Which yeah, is yeah, it's basically the a data main, tool. For, yeah, our, the main yeah. design tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and uh, the thing that it does is very awesome. Yes, but the actual program itself sucks. It is the worst. Yeah, um, um, like it just it's slow and like it's all sorts of bugs with the interface and stuff. And anyway, yeah, I discovered a, a, about like a month ago. If you just double click on some. Like generic, there's like a, a a a column that just has the number of rows. Right. If you double click that, it just crashes. The, yeah, yeah. The thing. Oh, there's also shit uh, like that. And, um, so so the implementation of it is terrible, terrible, terrible. I yep. just say that three times to make you understand <laughs> how bad it really is. Triple the terrible. Triple terrible. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I was like, how hard could it really be to just make a new one of these from scratch? Mm-hmm. And so I implemented a loader for that and, like, kind of made an interface for it a little bit. And, mm-hmm. like, um, it loads, and it loads, like, instantly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Nick is, like, uses it every day. It loads, like, instantly. And That's I was amazing. like, this is pretty good. But I kind of, like, if I actually was to go and spend time really making this, it would probably take quite a long time. And this was just the thing I did in the evening a couple, mm. like, a couple of nights. 
and I like cause I I knew that it like it would be you know if if it wasn't written idiotically then it would be really fast and nice. Um, we have to this is an example of how bad it is. Anytime we want to add a new item to the game, a new unique item, we put in the unique item's name, and then we have to make sure we close and then reopen oh. configuration editor. So that it accepts the name, yeah. because otherwise it spits out all these errors. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, the actual thing that it does is awesome. Like it generates code that loads the data, and like designers mm. can make stuff and expose it to the programmers trivially. Yeah. And like it, you know, it's really like the data it f- formats it generates are really fast to load. It's it's just itself really shitty. So anyway, um, yeah. So I I, I I did this, and I thought it would be really useful, but then I kind of realized like this is a this is an impossible dream. <laughs> Um, I shouldn't, you know, flying too close to the sun, probably. You're <laughs> uh, Icarusing. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I decided to, to not. I didn't really go any further with that. But it would, it would be really nice if one day, oh yeah, could, someone could rewrite that thing because yep, probably save like quite a lot of time just waiting for. Yeah, I'd say we probably like each designer probably spends a good twenty minutes to half an hour every day. You reckon having, that much? Uh, it I mean, can't it, be that. It much. depends that, on how many things you implement. Look, if, if you were day. adding, like, if you were, like, doing some massive, like, skill refactor or something, then yeah. yeah. But I honestly don't know if it could be that high just for general. It's It takes about, like, a, maybe 30 seconds to load every time you open it up. Yeah. And every time you commit something, you need to close it down and open it up again. Well, not when you commit, just when you update. Well, yeah, but you, to commit, yeah, you I know, update. I know. Yeah, yeah. So, That's true. it's a lot of te- technical stuff. Well, tell you, man. But before you arrived, it was way Oh, I, I heard <laughs> some, t- some yeah. stories about yeah. one of our... our Designers Mark II, aka Neon yeah. Spider, spending weeks changing skills because oh. there is a table that has about I think almost eighteen thousand entries on it now. That yeah, was it, it would take like ten minutes to to open up. Yeah, something like that. And now it takes like twenty seconds, something like that. But <laughs> but it's, it is such a huge, yeah. huge improvement. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, copying and pasting. And that table used to be a multi-hour experience. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, we fixed that at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's insane. All right, here's another question. This is one we, we actually answered another one a while ago. This is uh, from Hyon, H-Y-A-O-N. He made Hyon's Fury, um, which is a sword for Path of Exile fans. Um, he asks, what book or film or game had the strongest impact on you in terms of inspiration is a big part of who you are today. Um, so, Final Fantasy VII was a big one. Mm. Yep, really loved that game. Half Life One. Okay, interesting. If we're talking games. Half Life One. Yeah. Defining. Defining video game. I think. Uh, I mean, have you guys played? I've never played. No, I've only played a little bit. Oh my I'm gosh. sorry, fellas. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've played that game multiple times. Yeah, but also, but also playing it when it came out. It yeah. was just like, like, you'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. There's also, uh, what is I think, that was one of the very first games that really had a sense of, like, a large world that was yeah, also no, exactly, a first-person exactly. shooter. Exactly, That's know? why, right? And, and like, like NPCs and things in a first-person shooter, like... Yeah. And, yeah. and like, interactive environments, like, the... the and just the fact that they talk, like, with their <laughs> mouths. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> like, like, you could see them actually talking... Like the text that they're saying, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> that game was awesome. Yeah. When did that game come out? It was nineteen ninety-seven. Seven. Right? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I, that game still rules. You should, oh you yeah, no, it. it's it's amazing. Um, I um I actually have a list of games that, as a game developer, I feel I have to play. Yeah. That's on there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I think was it you? There's a re-release. So so someone made like a, a re-implementation Mesa. of it, like yeah. Mesa, which is you could I've been playing you, that. very playable today. Yeah. Mm. Even um, even the original is still. Totally oh yeah, even the original. But yeah. I mean, Black Mesa certainly. Um, the thing is, um, like I at that time when I was that young, um, like I didn't have that many games, right? Because like you have to buy them, and you know. Yeah. Who has money when you're yeah, like exactly. 13. You, you, so, you had a lot of time, but very little. Yeah, money. yeah. So so yeah. I played that game over and over, um, and yet my whole childhood, I never finished Zen. What? Yeah, it's crazy. What? It, like it, I just never did, and then was it because it's too hard, or uh, you know, I think I might have been part of it. it it's, um, that's the one part of the game where it was a weird. And, uh, you start to lose direction. Yeah, exactly. It, it exactly. becomes a little. It's these big uh, for for people who haven't played Half Life. It's this big open. 
ish area that's yeah. alien and you're on like a floating island. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, it, a lot of the game is sort of linear with this sort of illusion of openness, but this has yeah. actual openness and loses a lot of linearity. But you have to sort of hunt. There, there is linearity, but you have to sort of find where it is. Yeah. It sort of doesn't direct you so well anymore. Yeah. And so, anyway, um, I did finish it um, later, but only after I played Half Life 2. Oh. Um, so, so that the intro, intro to Half Life Two probably made no yes. sense. And I remember, the the, and that's the reason why I actually played it because I was like, I have to actually finish this. And it's funny because as much as as many times as I played that game, I never did Zen. Wow. Um. Anyway, that's a random hmm. side note. Um. So I mean, that's in terms of games, like those are two really big ones. Obviously, sure. Diablo Two is a big one as well. But mm-hmm. um, I actually think less important than probably those two. Um. In my childhood. Um, and then in terms of books, like, um, I'm trying to think, like, what are some, I mean, just, I used to, just all the Discworld books were amazing. Um, yeah, Discworld was great. Discworld was great. And, um, Ender's Game. Yep. Another great book that I really enjoyed. What did you think of the movie? Uh, <laughs> also good. What, what did you think of the Ender's Game based, or the, the Orson Scott card based video game, um, What's it called? Oh my god! Shadow it. something? No, Firefall. Uh, what? That was, well, was okay. So Austin Scott Scott has actually written for a lot of yeah um, games. Oh, that's true. But Shadow Complex now. Oh that yeah. is a damn good game. Hmm. That's a great game. Mm. Um, so you know, I actually read the book uh, that he wrote about that was in the same universe as that. The good. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, seriously, you I, heard I'd it here probably, first. I'd read it. Like, I'd, I'd probably give it three stars. Nice. You know, out, out of ten. Out of five. Out of a <laughs> hundred stars. Yes. <laughs> it was okay. Three out of a hundred. Actually, I, I have a question. How many uh, audiobooks do you get through, like, in a month? Um, In a month? Yeah. Well, okay, so in a year, I get. I try to get through 52 a year. Okay. So yeah. one a week. Because, yeah, because I, um, I, 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 I follow you on Goodreads. Yes, so recently, <laughs> actually, I've actually been a bit slack. Um, but, yeah, I normally get through about, um, yeah, I try to get through one a week. Um, but yeah, recently been a bit, uh, haven't, haven't done these. And I listen to a lot. I'll tell you, my favorite author is uh, Brandon Sanderson. Um, he is an amazing author. Yeah. Yeah. So, What's uh, he written? Uh, he, a lot of things, but Mistborn, if you're looking for a good book, Mistborn, mm, Mistborn. Is, the you, is the one you read. Um, that's a damn, damn good one. He actually, he actually finished off um, The Wheel of Time after the author died. Oh, right, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, because this is probably something that's horrible to say. But the best thing that happened to that series was this author oh, dying. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is a horrible thing to say. Because after that, it got a lot better. Um, like, Interesting. Yeah, and, and, you know, and I think, actually, I have a theory about this. I think that this happens to all series, and this has definitely happened to Game of Thrones, which is probably also a very uh, uh, th- thing people will probably disagree with, but mm. I think Game of Thrones is off course right now oh. um, uh, oh. um, I, um, talking about the book series yeah yeah, yeah. Um, TV series rules <laughs> yeah the TV series is great but. yeah they're um, you, you heard they're splitting the TV series from the book yes, series yes I did yeah. I did know that and I, I think they, and I, I think the reason for it is because they know <laughs> they, they, they know but, uh, <laughs> but the thing is so the thing, the thing I was going to say though was that I think that if when you have an author that writes the same series and only that series for a really long period of time um, they like if if you're just doing one thing and you don't have ideas, mm. um, like for that thing, you kind of just have to struggle through and try to come up with some and write it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not your best material. Whereas if you just write whatever thing it is you're most interested in right now, then mm-hmm. that is your best material. Yep. And so Brandon Sanderson, what he does is he writes a ton of different series, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that keeps his work fresh, and so he can write in one series for a long time because he's writing others. Do you know about how his all the worlds he he's created. Yes, that the all Cosmere link. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so basically all of his, or most of his books are set in the same universe technically, but okay. in a way where it actually doesn't matter yeah. um, at they're, all. They're, they're basically like, <laughs> like, 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 like... There's like a character who's like in all of them technically, but it's kind okay. of like it's, it's kind of like how there's chocobos in every Final Fantasy game. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter, you know. Interesting. Yeah. The, um, his, his new series, the, uh, the, what are they called? The Stormlight... Stormlight Chronicle, Archives. Yeah, I, I don't know if I call it new, but it's 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 his. It's an awesome. That that is his best work. Mm, oh, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. but that's been hinting at. Oh yeah, other, definitely, definitely. Other worlds. Yeah, it has. Things, it yeah. has. But I'll tell you, the the first book to read is Mistborn. That um that book is great, great book. Awesome. Mm. And uh, what was the other thing? Films. Films. Yeah. yeah. Films. All right. Well, so probably my fav- One of my favorite films is The Prestige. 
man. Yeah, really good. I, I really that's good. Prestige for my best friend. Oh no. Well, it was it was accidental. I was we were halfway through the movie in the cinema. I said, I think I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> really? And I spelled out the entire rest really? of the movie wow. for him. Wow. And then he got he got real upset because he was like, yeah, you kind of ruined that for him. Yeah, no, you did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I kind of so, ruined so it for me too. So, so, <laughs> so like, um, I, don't, I, guess, I guess I don't want to spoil this movie, but um, the twist, I suppose there's more than one twist in that movie, but the, the final twist, I guess, although <laughs> is it even the final twist? I don't know. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't just talk about this. You should see The Prestige if you haven't already. Yeah. Because um, it's a great movie, but one thing you must know, because some people some people actually don't get this, um, uh, and this will seem totally weird to you if you've never seen this movie, but there are two journal reading flashbacks in that movie, two layers of them. Like, there's one guy who's reading a journal, and it mm-hmm. flashes back, and then in that flashback, there's a guy reading a journal, and that flashes back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. weird. And, and so, so, basically, people like who see that movie, sometimes, if you don't get that that's happening, then the movie will be very confusing to you. Because mm-hmm. um, I've, I've seen this happen, and they just didn't enjoy the movie because of that, because mm-hmm. they didn't get that. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, I, I've only watched that once. I, I feel like I need to rewatch that. The other movie that, that happened to me with was an, another one, I think, you and Chris and Carl recommended Pre- to me. Predestination? Predestination really called the whole thing jesus about, christ about a third must, of the way like, in savant or something like i don't <laughs> oh, know I, i'm I, I don't know what it, it, when it comes to movies with twists man especially like the the multi-layered twists yeah I, yeah I nailed them man but then there's like movies that are like really really basic i'm like i did not see that coming and they're like really it was signaled in like the okay. first five minutes i'm like no way <laughs> so predestination is the best time travel movie ever but you probably wouldn't think that if you just guessed what it was yeah do, that's right? the like, problem because like, the twist was like oh my god hmm. this, this is the most ridiculous turn of events I, i've ever conceived I, I, of is what the, I, without spoiling you know. anything during the bar scene right the, like the very first bar scene yep. I, I said i said to myself this is what's going to happen this is who those characters are right okay yeah and, uh, and that was very early on right okay yeah 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 so. Yep, no, that definitely spoiled the movie for yeah. you. Mm. <laughs> I gotta yeah. stop watching movies. Jeez, Nick, what other movies have you spoiled? Um, Dumbledore dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All of them. I just. I'm not watching any movies with you now. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. You know another movie that's awesome. What? Dread. Isn't like the the, the new Dread? Oh Dredge yeah, Dredge. it's good. I liked it. I, I really think that's, did. In my opinion, is the best action movie ever made. Well, <laughs> that's my opinion on that. Have movie. you seen Die oh. Hard three? Um, you know, funny Die story about Die Hard three. There is like this category of movies where I just assume that at some point in the past I watched them, uh-huh. and then when I go to watch them, like I, I like I only recently watched Die Hard oh, three. Oh wow. my god, so good! I, I, like I just I went through my whole life just assuming that at some point in the past I must have watched <laughs> is, it. Is it because and I just and then I, and I watched it recently with my girlfriend? I'm like, you know what? I actually haven't seen this movie. <laughs> like, you know, is yeah. it because it's one of those movies that's talked about so well, much? Exactly, you right? Just, you just assume, like, yeah, oh, you just at some point it. in the past, yeah. I must have seen Die Hard three. I, mean, I don't remember what happened to it, but I <laughs> must have seen. What'd it. you think? Um, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good, but not as good as Dread. Get out. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't yeah. seen Dread. I've got no reason for that. No, oh, oh, you haven't seen Dread? Okay, <laughs> Dread's seriously, really good. You are coming over to my house, and we're going to watch Dread. All right, that sounds good. It, no, seriously, like it is, it is great. You better cook chicken Kiev. Um, may- maybe <laughs> I will. Maybe I will. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Um, I think we have one more question left on the list here, so it better be good. This is <laughs> it's up to you, Illusion Sauce from Reddit. Um, I know that you've been working on the Awakening for update for years. Can we have a sneak peek for what the next big expansion that you're working on now that we will see a few years from now? Uh, really confusing question. He's, he's asking, basically... Is the there... answer to that is no. Yeah. But I'll tell you the reason for that. We actually aren't working on that yet, right? Yeah. Like, the thing is, with The Awakening, is that that was started, like, like at the same time as the other experience. Like, I mean, you know, the guys in this room know we've been working on Act 4 mm. for bloody ever. Yeah, how long... When did you start working on the Act 4 Towns room? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think, I think it might ago. be getting on for yeah. two years. Yeah, um, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, so like, and, and and like, so right now we don't have another expansion in development. I can tell you that. So right. you know, like, but I mean, that said, like, um, we will definitely do as soon as the awakening is done. But we've got this whole beta to do and everything. So yeah, you know, there's like a, there's a whole pile of stuff. Yeah. Um. And 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 yeah, all the artists are engaged currently, right? Like they're finishing Act Four. Um. And uh, you know those beast tile sets. Yeah. Exactly. 
there's there's interesting stuff coming. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is the I think that's the last question. Wait, let me have a quick look here. <laughs> oh my god, so many questions. Um Charon wanted to know how many push ups you can do in a minute. Sorry, um, Charon. Not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, that's that's all of the questions. Do you guys any are you curious about anything? I'm actually curious. Oh, so everyone wanted to ask something. No, you should go first. Oh well, I so I mean I I was the of of the people in this room. Um, I was the most recent employee. Yeah, but you, I mean, you were since you were like a founder, mm-hmm. you sort of know the origin stories for everyone. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, at, le- at least all the people. Until the point where, like, we got a second art office, and mm-hmm, there are yeah. some people in there that I haven't really talked to. Very right. Much. Yeah. Um, and Severn was a was a pretty early, very oh, early. Was, yeah. Um, and then Blake was also of, really early. I mm, I was I was probably the first hire in the new office. Yeah, you were the first person to be straight into the art office. Yeah. But um, Severn, you would have been one of the very earliest. Like, I mean, so we had George, and then we had you, I think, and we had Dylan, I believe. Um. Yeah, I think I came in around when Dylan and Reese came in. Yeah, like just Dylan was a was a because you were because you were working in the garage, of course. Oh no, no, I wasn't. Oh, no, you weren't actually. Oh, no, that's I was right. Actually you were the first one to come in when we went to um, the the, the, the actual office. Yeah, so you mm. actually never worked in the garage. Wow. How many so people the, did you end up with in the garage? I think it might have been eight. Wow, I I, I didn't know that. I, wow. Um, I think it was eight, but you know, so let me think. Well, so we had me, Chris, and Eric, and then we had um, Reese. We had Dylan, so that's five. Harry. And Harry, yeah, we had Harry. Employee number one. Um, employee number one. Yeah, wasn't Harry employee number one? Um, so I think technically <laughs> it might have been Dylan, but, <laughs> but he didn't come to work in the office before oh, Harry. Oh, break Harry's heart. Yeah, yeah so, so Harry was the first person to work in the office, like employee number one in the office. Oh, or in the, Harry in was, the was garage bragging rather. to me that he was employee number one. Yeah. But I think, but I think technically we made the decision to hire Dylan first. That's a... That's a oh, no. That's a, oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, so <laughs> my, my world is shattered. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Harry, first person to actually do the to start work for us. So uh, here's my question. Yeah. What was it... Like, what... When you first decided you needed an employee, it couldn't just be the three scary, of you. Scary, scary. I'll tell you. Well, I mean, so we knew that well, that was going to happen, right? From yeah. the very beginning. We knew we were going to hire people. But um, the thing is, when you hire someone, immediately it becomes like, okay, we have a ticking clock now. We're yeah, not just wasting our time. We're spending money, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Um, so that was a scary moment, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah... Uh, how many meetings did you have leading up to that? Like, we well, need to not, hire someone. I mean, but the thing is, early in a company, the concept of the meeting oh, yeah. is not really a thing. It's like, just you're, looking you're, over You're just talking to, to each person, other all the time, yeah. right? Like, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we were constantly in discussion mm-hmm. um, early on. And, uh, you know, it was a bit weird, actually, interviewing people in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> um, like many- I remember when some guy turned up in a suit <laughs> like oh. into our garage and it was just like so awkward step into my office yeah 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 exactly right <laughs> why is your car there no <laughs> reason <laughs> well there was a, there actually we didn't have a car in fact a car had never been parked in that office it was a clean garage <laughs> um, it was carpeted even Wow, really? car, the, yeah, yeah. the line, a car had never been parked in that office <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> I love that line yeah yeah um, so <laughs> but, but it has this awesome big door <laughs> um, that was good. So like when it got hot in the it's summer, you plan. just you just opened it up. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I remember we were working in there, um, <laughs> working in there with the door open, and some random kids just like came up to it. <laughs> like, is this like a cyber cafe? Is what they said. <laughs> and it was just like should have started charging them. Oh, yes, dear. this is a cyber cafe. Bring There's your own laptop. All these desks with computers in there, right? Like, mm. oh dear. Is well, it, it true that you guys had like one extension cord that went out into the garage? Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. The whole office was powered on one extension. Cord. Whose house was it? It was Chris's. Okay. Oh yeah, and um, you know, like yeah. Uh, at what at what point did you start seeking investor money? Um, like money outside that, of you guys. Um, you know, I don't remember the time that that was, but basically when we ran out of ne- of available cash. Like so, mm. Chris had some from his previous job he'd saved, and um, you know, like I actually, so I actually inherited um, from my grandfather like a small amount of money, like maybe how much would it have been? Like maybe twenty thousand or something like that. And I thought that would let me live for like 
the, um, yeah, for the two and a half years the game would take. Oh, is what I is, is what I to make is what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that basically, would be very frugal living. Indeed. Oh no, very definitely very frugal, right? Like <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, the like so basically, basically when we ran out of a vanilla, but and of course mm. Brian had, was investor, um, you know, was an investor. Yeah, early on. So yeah, we ran out of Brian's money and Chris's money, and mm-hmm. then Eric and me had run out of money so we couldn't do anything that was the point we got investors money and um yeah uh that was that was interesting so, yeah i imagine that would be kind of a scary process as well yeah well we didn't really go to uh like like institutionalized vcs or anything mm-hmm. we just went to people that like chris had known and you know like we just kind of friends right. of friends and that kind of stuff right that seems like a pretty safe yeah well i mean the thing is is that they probably like shouldn't have invested in us really <laughs> Like, um, and I mean, obviously they believed in our, in sure. our concept and we did a good job of selling yeah. our concept to them. Um, but like in retrospect, it was a big gamble, right? Right. Like, um, you know, like there was one guy who put in his like, you know, 401k, cashed it out and put wow. it in a company, right? And, um, you know, like that is like, I mean, obviously it paid off well for him in the mm-hmm. end, like, um, but you know, that was, that's a, that's a, that's a real trust yeah. thing to do, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Did you have a lot to actually show people back then? Uh, yeah, well, we had a game, right? Like, you could show them. I mean, you know, so Chris actually has done a video um, of the... Uh, I think I think a version after the one... You know, I think the video... So, so there was this video we did a while back of, like, of what, like, 020 was like or something. Yeah, I, I, I think, think maybe we were up to, like, 040 or something like that okay. when we did the investor thing. So it was a bit further along. Okay. Um, well. I remember seeing a screenshot of um, basically a grass plane with box boxes... Yeah, so that that was really early. That was actually in the in two thousand six, mm. uh, in the in the year we started work. When like maybe maybe very early two thousand seven actually. I think the earliest screenshot I'd seen was a blue yeah the space invaders blue one? box that looks like space. Oh yeah, no that oh, was wow. that's that really, was I haven't seen that. Actually. Um, and that was uh, like that was networked yeah that was the thing that that was your proof that you had yeah yeah exactly and you could like log in and create characters which were asteroids (laughs) well asteroid (laughs) sorry rather the the ship that you play on asteroids Mm -hmm. um and you right click to fire a little laser Um, nothing's changed since yeah exactly same game fire your little lasers well plenty of the code from that is still in the game now yep so, you know, still hidden crazy. in a secret area. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so hidden somewhere in Path of Exile is asteroids. Is what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Hidden, exactly what hidden I'm saying. asteroid level. Yeah. If you click the health bar 300 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think we might be out of time, and, and we're definitely out of questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much for joining us, Jonathan. No worries. Yeah, cheers, um, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Just to reiterate, because... Avid social media user Jonathan yeah. <laughs> loves to tweet at us at Front Seat Cast. Or if you want to be a Jonathan, uh, email us, frontseatquestions at gmail.com or log on to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash frontseatcast. I said log on like I'm a yep. 2002. I'm log on to the net. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jonathan Rogers, and this is my favorite podcast yeah. on the uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. We did it. High fives all around, guys. Um, well we'll be back uh, soon thank you for listening Uh, see you later cheers we could sell early access to this episode (laughs) (laughs)